All right, guys, so huge episode we got going on today. This intro to the intro today for today's pod. And uh, tell, tell them why, Dad. We got a huge episode. Tell them why. Look, we covered a lot of stuff. Obviously, we, we, we covered how the radio, the radio industry used to be. We're sitting here with Corman, the legend, in the, Fre- you know, in, the, in the Fresno Central Valley area. You know exactly who she is. You've listened to her voice many, many times. And uh, she told you a little bit of her backstory, how she got into radio. It might not be what you thought it was. Um, so it was really cool we got into that. And then she also dropped some gems about the Fresno and the Central Valley area. If you didn't know, she's not from here. She gets into that a little bit. So it's a really cool episode. And then to top it off at the end, um, there's an event coming up here in Fresno that you're not going to want to miss. So she's going to share all the details with that. And, uh, man, let's get into it. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Oasis Podcast. We are officially on season two of the Oasis Podcast. And uh, just like every week, man, we, we appreciate all the love, support you guys always constantly show us, especially in season one, man. But more importantly, today, we have a very special guest today. Uh, like every week, man, we always promise to bring you guys the aces of every single industry. And this one's a little interesting. This is the ace of the radio industry. Tell them why, Dan. Look, if you grew up in the Central Valley and you're around my age, even a little bit older, um, you don't know radio without this woman right here. We got Carmen a.k.a. Carmen on air from B95. Uh, she's literally a legend here in the Valley. Like I said, if you know radio, she's part of the she's part of radio culture here in the Valley. So uh, we're excited. Thank you so much. That was really a sweet introduction. I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, man, I've been doing radio forever. So it feels like it's crazy because when I get you know, people that I've seen at work or somewhere and they'll be like, I grew up listening to you when I was in school. I feel so old. But then I remember that I actually started very young. So I'm like, you know, I give myself credit. I was pretty young. I actually was 18. So there was literally people who were around my age still going to school, probably. And, you know, it just happened that I didn't go to college. (laughs) So that's what ended up happening. I ended up being in radio. And that's the reason why I think I feel like, yeah, it's been so long, such a huge journey, a crazy experience. But I grew up with a lot of people that were listening just as much as they were growing up with me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I, I literally, I, I was trying to, we were talking about it earlier. I was like, damn, dude, I don't even, like, when I think radio, like, I just think, like, Carmen, like, that's, that's what comes to mind, like, here, just growing up, you know what I mean? Yeah, I but, love that. Yeah. I love to hear that, too, though, because with radio, the, you know, it's different than TV, right? So in radio, you talk you give ideas, you give advice, you give whatever topic of conversation it, it is, and you don't get that instant feedback, right? So you, you're, it's different than being like in the audience and being in front of people. People that do that live and with people is way different than that world, right? And that's because you're doing something and hoping that you get a good reaction. With radio, you don't get that reaction until way later. I mean, now that social media is very prominent, it's way different than it was back then. When I first started, um, I did it without people knowing what I looked like. You know what I'm saying? They just hear, would hear my voice. So I always got like these crazy ideas of what I probably looked like. And so to know that that the way the industry is now is way, way different than when I started. I mean, it's hella cool because to be honest, if I would have started that way, I would have appreciated it too. You know, the fact that I get to show my face and show myself on social media and then be in radio. But like being in radio and not knowing like, does the world like you? Do they like what I said? Because I was very controversial in the beginning of my career. And that's because we had two men and me, right? And in this, um, in this show that we had, it was mostly about talking to about relationships, uh, situations that happen to people. Some people would call and they'll say, this is my idea of this or whatever. But it was very, very different than it is now. So back then when I first started, it was like like doing, 
a talk show. You know how like the Jerry Springer show we all know now it was very fake. Did you guys watch Jerry Springer? Because I thought it was real to this day. Yeah, I did. Yeah, R.I.P. Okay. Though, rest in peace. Yeah, I know. Rest in peace for sure. He was definitely with the culture. R.I.P. Yeah, this is breaking news right now. Are you serious? <laughs> I, swear, really? I didn't know that was fake. Okay, you haven't watched some of the episodes. If you go back and YouTube some of the, just put like Jerry Springer crazy episodes. <laughs> hey, even Freddie from behind the camera. No, yeah, real. you would. Yeah, Jerry Springer was definitely fake. Damn. All maybe, of it though? Maybe they had like some real stuff, it? but no, there was a lot of actors. There was definitely. I mean, let me tell you one, okay? I saw, and you could probably YouTube this. I saw an episode where it was a black man and a white woman, and they were up there, and she, he's like, Yeah, I got Typical a big secret combo. to tell her. Yeah, right? It gets worse. <laughs> so they were like, Oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm here to tell my girl something. And he's like, Jerry's like, All right, go ahead. He's like, I'm black. And she was like, What? He was black the whole time and didn't know all of a sudden. So I'm like, I look back at the, at, uh, video like that and I'm like wow we really <laughs> let this slide like we really thought this was so real because a lot of it did look real right well unfortunately and fortunately I mean entertainment is entertainment you know that's the point uh, so True. it was so successful because yes it was entertainment it was funny a lot of the times people were watching when you know you were getting out of work or on lunch or whatever where it distract distracts you from your personal life and that's what radio really is right so in the beginning of radio I thought that you had to be this persona that was fake and un unfortunately and fortunately back in the day it was like that where you had to play a role you had to play like this person and that's a little tip that's like behind the scene that not a lot of people talk about but it was that like you had to pay, play a front like okay this is what your character is going to be and when I got into it I was an intern I was very young like I said I was 17 18 um, and when that happened uh, they told me that I had this role to play right and my role was to be the female of this um, circle with us just two men and me and I have to be like against men at all times whatever they say it's annoying they're fucking full of shit every man is the same that's how I had to have the idea right so then I thought man so many people are gonna hate me right like they're gonna think this girl is annoying like no matter what men do like we can't get it right and really it was this persona I had to play it was good and it was bad because it was good because I did have a lot of people talking about me but it was bad because I felt like I couldn't be myself right and now these women ain't shit <laughs> stop because no, no, that, no this that's is your true. fault this now is my fault because this is all your I fault would, like i would like <laughs> basically lead on like if you know like the song i bust the windows at your car i'd be like yeah bust them windows girl and Fuck. the truth is like it sucks because i didn't always feel that way sometimes i felt like no you know he's right or yeah he's right but at the time i was going into the industry there's not there wasn't many women in this music industry period of course also in radio and still to this day is very male driven um there's there, there are a lot more women but it's still very mal mal driven so going into it, i thought okay this is what i have to do mind you my dad did radio his whole life right and i always wondered why my dad never wanted me to do radio now i know why well then i knew why so yeah it sucked because i had to play this role and then when the unfortunate situation happened where we had to cut ties the two men left I ended up, you know, doing my own thing and they had to find a partner for me. So at this point, I'm like, oh, shit, now I'm the lead. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, this has never happened. And no one ever prepared me for this. I haven't had a mentor woman that can show me the ropes in radio. So I literally was lost. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting thrown on the fires. So maybe this is the time for me to glow. And there was a lot of, you know, times where I doubted myself, of course. I'm like, oh, my gosh, these two men, everybody know them. Like, everybody knows them. I'm not even from Fresno, so they're going to already hate me, blah, blah, blah. And um, whenever, whenever you first started that show, did they yeah. already have that show established? Or was that something you kind of came it into as It was already an intern established. Or? This, oh, is, okay. this is why I felt 
even more intimidated, right? Because I'm like, everybody knows these two men, like they're the staple. But really, I never stopped to think like, no, we were the staple. Because when, when I came in, the ratings were different. The ratings were way better. It just, we had a, a really good dynamic. And I'll give them that. We had a really great dynamic. It was very successful. Um, and, you know, things played the way they did. And now I look back, I'm like, it was meant to be. Because when that happened, I was able to grow, right? So I ended up getting another guy. And we've literally been together for, in the radio, uh, morning show. <laughs> we've been together on the show for, I want to say, almost 10 years now. So obviously it's been successful, you know, but you know, those doubts come in, especially when you don't know what you're getting into. And with radio, it's like that, like in radio, you just have to get thrown in the fire. It's very different now though. Cause I always get people, I was like, can I be an intern? And interns aren't a thing anymore. It's crazy because internships, I feel like a lot of people learn in any type of business. Right. And now that doesn't exist because of laws, like, I mean, uh, lawsuits and everything that takes place with entertainment, people have to protect themselves and that's why we can't have interns. But now the question is, how, does, how do people get in radio, right? Like, how, do you, how are we supposed to be in radio if we can't even intern and get my foot in like you did? And yeah, that's a good fucking question because I have no idea. <laughs> do you think like, because obviously now like getting into radio, a lot of people go to like school for radio, go to college and stuff like that, communication, all the stuff. They I do. did. But like, how yeah. does that work for you? Because I know you said, did you graduate or you didn't graduate? No, I didn't. So I ended cool. up leaving. But not everybody has this path, right? Because to me, I thought I had to go to school and finish my journey. I did. I went for broadcasting, right? So I was doing journalism. I was at Reedley College for a little bit. And when I got in for, were you really? I went to Reedley. Yeah. Hey, did you did you graduate? I did. <laughs> You did? Yeah. Oh, damn, good. See, I didn't. Some people can make it. Now, um, <laughs> so what happened was I was really excited, but to be honest, I've, I had always heard that you just have to have talent to be in radio, right? And how do you know you have talent, right? Going into it, I had nothing to go off of. Again, I didn't have a female mentor. I grew up in LA and I, I listened to radio. I loved the radio DJs. I knew I, I wanted to be with them, in the room with them. So how they made me feel is how I just went off of them. Like, I wanna make people feel that, you know? When I grew up listening to Big Boy and Lala, like these are people who are staples, were staples in LA, still are actually Big Boy. Um, but when that happened, I was like, I wanna be that. I wanna make people feel how I felt because there was nobody like that was allowing that. So anyway, you asked about college. So in radio, yes, it's cool to like, just get in the way I did, but I don't recommend it. You know, I really wish that I would have finished college. I really wish that I would have got a chance to like know how journalism works, what it is to, um, you know, be able to interview people, what it is to be able to, I don't know, entertain people in a different way. That's a different light. Like education is so important, yes. And I really felt like I would have completed it, um, but it just didn't work out that way for me. So what happened was I, w I took an internship, which was a, a selective class, right? And I was an intern for credits for Readly. So when I was in, I was instantly on air and I heard that not many people can just go on air, they don't just throw interns on air. So unless you, they so have you something. signed up for the internship, mm -hmm. yeah. you show up your first day and you're on air? Not the first day. Okay. But yes, it got it eventually got like that because back in the, back ten days there wasn't a lot of lawsuits. People were suing for just dumb shit, right? Mm -hmm. So back in the day we did some dumb stuff. Like I did a lot of challenges where I had to do like one day I ate cat food on the radio. So I was kind of like air? the Holy butt shit. of the joke. As an intern? Yeah. What the hell? That's yeah, I was I, like that. Yeah. The we had to be like the butt of the joke, right? You had so, to really eat yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. How do no, people it see it? You're on the radio, you though. You could just bad? be chewing like. No, no, no. I exactly right. The theater of the mind is really what radio is. But 
It got worse. I ate a goldfish. I fished a goldfish out and ate it. That's like Steve Wolf of Wall Street. But did they have like cameras for this? Were they like showing? No. So then why would you actually do it? Y'all could have lied about the whole thing. Now, yeah, well, now it back if, now, Nate. If there's cameras, answer, she's if trying to prove herself. What do you mean? Well, that's that was that the thing. Sense. I was trying to prove myself, and now that I think about it, fuck, you're right. There was no cameras. Yeah, you could have just, just been like, up. oh, this is crazy. <laughs> no, I ate the fucking fish, and I always felt bad like over that. But I'm like, those were some of the dumb shit we had to do as interns yeah, because that's a pretty fucking crazy one. Dude, that's, that's, that is pretty wild. Fish. They brought it, and it was like in the tub fishing, and they were like, if you lose this question, I forgot what type of topic we had, but if you lose this question, you got to fish it out and eat it. Uh, was it a good-sized fish, too? Like, was it, was it like a, a hefty? It was, let me tell you. So I had to describe it as I was chewing it. Let's hear it. Listen, I knew that this is something I had to do. Mind you, I am like the worst when it comes to like textures, and I don't even know how I did it. The but scales. it scales. In my mind, it was like, if I don't do this... I'm not cool. Like, I'm not, like, people aren't going to be entertained by me. Someone else is going to do it. So I took on the, whatever you guys challenged me to do, I'm going to do. Little did I freaking know I had to do that. But anyway, so I when I was chewing it, they were like, ah, oh, she's actually chewing it. And they're, like, talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so disgusting. I could barely talk. I was like, oh, it's like you could feel the little bones. I still to this day feel so Thinking about it. Yeah, but anyway, so I had to do dumb shit like that, right? And that was a thing. Interns were used as entertainers, like, to entertain. Like, okay, let's make them challenge them to do this. And we did it because we thought this was a cool way to be in radio. And then not realizing that during that time that you're doing all this stupid shit, you're entertaining, there's someone watching you, right? There's always someone watching you, by the way, no matter what type of business you're in. But I was definitely being watched by my program director at the time, Mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, you got something, you know? She's and down so, to eat goldfish, man. <laughs> she's down for that. But the thing not is... The, not the crackers either, real listen, goldfish. Listen, other people really thought, like, that was crazy, but other interns did worse. Like... Whoa. What do you mean worse? Like... What was the worst Let's you throw something heard, out yeah. here. Let's throw a couple there was out. An, I mean, this, I don't know, worse than, than that, but there, there was a lot of uh, R-rated stuff that happened that was actually, like, in front of other listeners. Like, radio has changed so much, let me tell you. But, like, people would win tickets... By flashing. So, like, they'd be like, all right, if you want to win tickets to go see LL Cool J, you have to come to the station and flash us. Well, I mean, that's LL Cool J, though. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'll fucking flash for LL Cool, LL cool J. J. Yeah, I was obsessed <laughs> with him, too. I don't remember that type of sound. Shit. No, yeah. Well, see. We missed you was young. Y'all was young. Yeah. Y'all was too little. That's why I say Y'all radio. Babies. And, well, the music industry. But, yes, like, entertainment period has changed so much because of me too movements and you know those type of things mm. which is it's like it's a good thing but to be honest and this is coming from a female it sucked that it took a lot of the fun out of things speaking for myself because yeah. obviously i'm an entertainer but i've also been me too like shit has actually happened to me where you think how come you're not damaged how come you're not like you know how come you don't rage against everything else like these other women do it's like and i'm not selective i just don't feel like one like one situation is gonna damage me, and it and it can. I truly believe it does happen to people. But I went through a lot. I'm, I've almost been raped a couple times. Like in the in, like, because of like the industry. That no, you're no, no, in, no, 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 no. Just okay. Just in, but I'm so I'm talking about the Me Too movement and how like you know um, it's because of that people are more careful with what they do, mm. especially like on on in, in the entertainment side. Which let me tell you, a lot of it I do like 
thank God for some sort of safety for women because there was a lot of stuff that was done that, you know, women couldn't really have a say-so or didn't have a say-so or it, they felt like it was okay because it's just an, it's just a woman, you know, it's just a girl. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of things there I agree with, right? But um, I also don't feel like a lot of this, the fun stuff should have been taken out. And that comes with everything, though. You know, I feel like even with music, right, are you guys able, let me ask you a question, are you guys able to separate the artist from the art? Or the art from the artist? You know what? I feel like that's kind of tough because, I mean, I think that, I think to some extent, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the Michael Jackson thing, you know? Like, I always like Michael Jackson, badass music, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But can you separate, like, the shit that he did mm-hmm. as a human being from his, like, discography, you I know what like I mean? I it's tough because you know who made it, you know? Like yeah. I, that's the only, yeah. But, I mean, I get it because it's like, there is a difference. There is, like, a fine line between yeah. people enjoy music and people the words speak to them differently than... They don't even know the person who made exactly. it. Exactly. Some people don't even know what the artist, who the artist is, what they do in their personal lives. They don't know these things, so they attach themselves to the music, mm-hmm. you know? So like the idea of what to? they think. Well, yeah, I, I think so. But, I mean, then you look at, like, the Rico case with, like, YSL right now. Yeah. Where it's, like, how <laughs> far off. Like, and a lot of it, too, is, like, the artist and, like, what they're talking about. Like, is it real? Yeah. Or is it, like... I yeah. mean, look at Young Thug. He basically told on himself and like hella songs. That's that's is true. <laughs> Versus like other <laughs> people now, that are making now, that shit up. So it's like it depends on the artist. Like, that's true. Are they separate from that's their true. lyrics or are they not? I think that's true. And I think uh, that's another whole topic. Free Jeffrey, conversation. <laughs> Slime shit. But do you know that he's also there's a lot. If you really look into his case, there's a lot of dirt there, too. And mm-hmm. some people would say like, well, why free him and not him? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So yeah, I mean, also like in in music, um, it's tough because when you connect with a certain song, right, or like a time in your life, when you have this connection with this music, and then you find out this person was fucked up in the head in every way, and Mac you're like, Miller. damn, oh Mac Miller. But like his best music was all hell. But he didn't do but nothing. But he didn't though. do nothing crazy to someone. True. That's right. True. Like he that's didn't. True. But he his didn't, best music was made when he was sad, though. You know what I'm saying? And it's so, so sad. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And are you gonna stop listening to it because you knew he was sad then? No. No, not yeah. Yeah, There's you know? time and a place now for it. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's wanna, true. Yeah, it's like. Because now when you look back and listen, because my sister's a big uh, fan of his too. When when she goes back to listen now, she's like, "Fuck." It's different. I listen to it different. Yeah. 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 So, but it, again, look, Chris Brown, right? Yeah. I yeah, I, I hate that because of the situation that he was put in, that he put mm. himself in. Um. Still, he can never, he seems to feel like he can never outlive that because everybody has something so? to say at some point. I feel like we forgot about that. I mean, not we forgot Look at social it, media, go look like at his comments. I, I, I'm with you. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, hey, Rihanna forgave him. Why the fuck am I mad? Right? Yeah. Now, if Rihanna had a situation where she's like, no, fuck him. He's still She drunk. doing her whole, she's She had a whole song with him after. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know so. what I'm saying? And, and didn't he bite her? <laughs> when you bite someone, you're losing a fight. He likes him. Oh, I don't he was, know. He probably getting beat up, honestly. I can see that. I mean, it could High be. High possibility. But the, the, the point is like, you know, she forgave him. So I'm like, um. You can say what you want about Chris Brown. That's a talented ass man. That's the next thing we have to Michael Jackson. Jackson, in my opinion, That's true. That in is my true. opinion, right? and he can rap too. He yeah, exactly. Everything. He's very, very well, talented. What, about, what have you experienced though? Because I feel like you're kind of in the limelight too. You know, especially as a radio personality. Yeah. So, have you experienced that people separate your art from the artist? Um, yes. So, look, I had I had a fan one day come, a fan slash listener, really loyal listener of mine, um, back in the day come up to me and was like you know what because I do morning and middays right and this is back then too when I started I've been doing morning and middays forever but he was like I don't know why but I just don't really like you when it comes to the morning show like I really 
something about that your attitude like your energy is off i just don't like you i'm gonna be honest with you i was like and you're telling me because <laughs> but then he was like but like after like from 10 o'clock swear to god he was like from 10 and on i fuck with you it was the coffee uh. it could be no, it could be the coffee the I'm caffeine like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna so, take oh, credit in this caffeinated there. i'm gonna take credit in this but because if you think about it it's when i told you i had to play a persona right yep. so they didn't make sense to me i was like cool you don't like you don't not like me. You don't like the fucking person I had to play. The yeah, the script. Exactly. Radio was very scripted back then, you know, not anymore. Like, let me tell you, it's very, very different. It's changed so much over the years. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's that's that when it comes to like people feeling some type of way, they're always going to feel that right. You're not you're not going to please them all. And let me tell you, I'm a people pleaser. And I hated that about my life as a as an entertainer. I hated that because I'm such a people pleaser that I almost like feel bad that some people don't agree or don't, you know, or like feel like I offended them. And I'm like, no, I didn't. But I've learned to be like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, I can't please them all. <laughs> like at the end of the day, I also have to like give myself credit for what I did. And I put them, I put in the work. There's people that care and there's people that are not going to give a fuck. Well, that's about a part me. of the job, too. You know what I mean? Like exactly. your role was to piss certain people off. Exactly. Too, that was what I, I signed yeah, for, I signed up for. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like I've disappointed some people, I'm sure. But I really feel like I have such a stronger fan base. And because of that, I've been able to say that I can do radio. I was 15 years now. So, yeah, yeah. it's you know, I've been grateful to be able to continue because let me tell you, Radio not only changed over the years, but they've cut down so many over the years because of technology and because of things that, you know, people are able to do. Like I was in radio in L.A. at some point, too, while working in Fresno. So radio is a beautiful thing now, but it's it's scary road trip. Like there's there's highs and there's lows. And seeing my dad, you know, be in radio his whole life and go through the highs and lows. I was like, man, do I want to do this? But. You know, it ended up paying off. Paying off. Well, with the radio stuff, I want like I, I was kind of wondering right now, like, because you were talking about how it was scripted. So, like, how, is it like a full-on script, or how does it look like on the back? Like, before you go on air, like, mm -hmm. do you know what the show is gonna look like? Is no. it kind of like? I mean, yeah, yeah, but it's not like written scripts. Like, if line. I'm reading lines and stuff, no, no, no. It's more like, all right, this is the idea we're gonna go for, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna go like I. This is how my old boss thought. So this is this is not. I feel like every. I think it's very important for me to uh, clarify that. It's not every radio station. I know there's a lot that were just freely themselves. It's like certain shows follow that. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think everybody knows now, entertainment, a lot of it is fake, right? A lot of it is, like, scripted, and it's meant to do just that entertainment. The NBA. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's a point there. There's a point <laughs> the there. Bubble? Scripted is here. Scripted is rigged. No, but um, I do feel like that that's everywhere. But, yeah, Back in the day, the way it was set up and the way I was taught. Again, this is me, a baby into this industry that I have no idea about. What year? What, okay, what know. years was this too? This was out. like this was like 2006. Damn! So we were like you cranking were, that Soldier Boy. Y'all was, was, was still in yeah. Mexico. Totally you guys were. I wasn't even in the states. You oh, weren't here yet. You're lying. Really? I got it in 2007. Oh, that's shit. crazy that's, bro oh oversized tees like our shirts were like well, airbrushed cool, on and cool, shit cool, shorts, bro, yeah. i'm pretty sure i had a belt that had like an led on well, it that's like funny. that was yeah. a wild ass time Soldier boy actually came wild in during time. that time and he had the glasses yeah. and everything yeah so that was a long time ago i think i should want a shirt from b95 at that time too from the pack yeah, it was like signed by them oh that's sick from Lil See, b oh yeah, uh -huh. shit really yeah jim you've been riding with us for a long time it's been a minute yeah but yeah you know it's to know that like like, people like you guys are like, eh, God damn. You have winners. I did win. <laughs> it feels crazy. Oh, I'm 26. So, uh, you know, uh, lucky, That's still yeah. baby, though. I'm, 
you know, honestly, I, like I said, I'm not, it's not that I'm old. I just feel old because I've been in this game for so long. But the truth is, like, like I grew up with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel that old. I, I fuck around when I say that. But, um, so it wasn't really scripted. It was more of a show prep, which still happens now, right? Yep. You have to know, you have to have a plan before you go on air. So we would do this whole thing where still, we still do this. Like, this is what we're going to talk about. The topics we're going to hit. Sometimes news breaks while we're on so we do those things mm-hmm. too would adjust but back then it was like all right this is what you're gonna do you're gonna talk about this and you're gonna be totally against it i'm like damn even if i feel like maybe not no so like i couldn't i couldn't do these things and that's because at the time that's how my program director felt like it had to be ran, ran. and i can't say it sucked because it fucking was successful really? they, were, hey. they they were one number one before i got there you know and then they continued because they followed this recipe that formula, that yeah, formula that worked for them for very long and then when they left it was hard i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna lie because i was like damn i hated all this shit that they made me do like to fake it but that worked at the time now how the fuck am i gonna do it because i don't want to be that i want to be this person that people like more <laughs> i want to be this person that like i could show my personality i can more relatable. have an like, opinion when people meet yeah. you there's no yeah. like difference between who you are and who you are on radio that part right so you like i don't have to be like yeah fuck men <laughs> you know uh, sometimes but i don't have to be <laughs> like fuck men at all times i could be myself and again some are gonna agree some are gonna disagree but that's the beauty of entertainment you know and then what year was it when you when the, they left and then you were kind of, you stepped into the um, leadership role? Let's see, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I want to say like 2013. Mm. 2013 they left. Yeah, and since then, right? How many years is that now? Uh, ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, it's been ten years? Yeah, since they left. So when I did, when I went on, the beginning was hard. But like trial and error, right? Something's going to work, something's not. And we just figured it out. And I also, I, I got to give myself credit with that, too, because it wasn't like, I'm like, oh, I lost every fan. There were so many people that showed love and support. Obviously, thank, thank you to the fans and the listeners, because they were split, right? They're like, damn, we like these guys, but we like her, too. We like these guys, but, man, we like her, too. <laughs> so they would go back and forth. And I would have a lot of people that would, be, that would say, I, I love listening to you. I listened to you from this to that time. But, you know, I wish you guys were back together. Blah, blah, blah. That happened. But at the end of the day, I feel like it was meant for all of us to go that way. Shit happens for a reason. I know it's like cliche to say that, but it really does happen for a reason. How much control do you have in that situation like as a as an artist? You know, like whether if, if you want to keep the band together like that, do you have any control there? Or is it kind of just like the no. whole radio station? They said? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Because the thing is, you're still working under a corporation. You're, you're, you're under someone else. Right. So the the plan was to continue on with me right but they fired them so when someone gets fired it's like any job you just get fired right and so from one day to the next you're like oh shit okay they're not gonna tell you hey tomorrow we're gonna fire this person we (laughs) learned that day (laughs) we literally learned that day so yeah it it, but but radio is very that cutthroat like to be honest you like my job isn't promised tomorrow you know that's why we do what we do we try to do our best in every way possible that's why i think like a lot of people take it for granted and eventually get cut but i really do love this shit i love it for so many reasons right it it feeds my family of course but i also feel like i'm i was meant to make people feel good i was meant to be to make people laugh you know um when i was in radio younger age and i had my first child it wasn't planned right so i became a single mom and then at that point i was like damn i can't be a single mom on the radio like this is this looks bad because again women weren't prominent in in this industry still not but then i was like damn i can't i'm never gonna make it i stayed right i went through that and i went through abuse i had domestic violence situation happen 
I had to entertain whilst my while my like my mind and body was just not there. Went through all that shit. Went yeah. through all that shit, right? Smile on the face. Yeah, yeah. With it. But that's the beauty of radio because they can't see me, right? Mm -hmm. So I would literally there was times where I would literally be entertaining someone else's story, talking about them and great happy laughs or whatever. And literally as soon as the mic would go off, I would go to the other room to cry. Like it was oh that bad. Gosh. Like because I was going through it, right? And my and my my. Um, my uh, co-hosts were very supportive, but shit like that happens. I feel like with everyone, right? If you you can't tell me you've never had a situation where you were working somewhere and then some shit happened that happened at home, family, whatever, and you had to go back to work. We're doing this shit right now. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Make it all sad. It's going on right oh, yeah, now. It's yeah, real. Yeah, it's real thing. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you know, know, and I feel like it's pretty cool that you share that because I feel like sometimes people, well, especially like like as a listener, you kind of take that for granted. You know, you kind of forget yeah. that the entertainers and the artists, like they do have a life. You know, so. Yeah. Um, like they're damn. human. Like they're human, yeah. Yeah. It's like the persona, like every celebrity, right? I mean, a, a lot of celebrities talk when I hear on them on podcasts where they're talking about like taking pictures, right, in public, where they, sometimes they don't want to because right. they're with the family. So same thing with like you. I feel like the whole persona is celebrities, people on the radio, like yourself, mm -hmm. are supposed to have this perfect life when. Reality, it's not. You know, everyone's like a normal person. No, that's why, honestly, before radio, I, I kind of would have said the same. I would agree with the majority. I would be like, man, you signed up for this. Why don't you take pictures, right? Because that's what everyone thinks. Mm -hmm. But, like, knowing these celebrities and, and getting to meet them, talking to them, like, these are, like, humans. It's, it's, there's no other way to describe it, but, like, when I had my first interview, I interviewed uh, Kendrick Lamar was actually my first artist that I ever. Damn, that's insane. That's such a fire-ass yeah. interview. Like, that's crazy. 2008 oh shit maybe? he was still he was that's when he was, he was like k-dot at that time he was so he there was, was so like yeah k-dot still yeah. um and that was my first interview but at that point i actually became a fan after i interviewed him right but it, it's crazy because they are just people that are trying to also survive feed their family while doing something they love so once i i realized that and i, and I got to meet these, these celebrities you know bruno mars same thing i met him back before he even fully blew up, right, right before he fully blew up, right? He was entertaining, I forgot even where, but um, we had a talk and then everything came out in the news. He blew up, was this big artist, fucking huge. And then it came out in the news that he got caught doing coke in the bathroom or something. And I remember thinking to myself, damn. I remember damn, that story too. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And they almost tried to cancel like completely like, oh, he's a fuck face. But it's like, dude, you know, he was going through a lot. He didn't. Ha he had bills he had to pay that he couldn't pay. Just because when someone makes it doesn't mean they're rich, yeah, right? right? So you don't know these things until either you you are compassionate and you think like, damn, reality is they probably don't have their shit together, or you are like me, like I experienced, you know, talking to these artists and knowing like, damn, they're just regular people. They just do some dope shit. Hey guys, quick break in between the pod today to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Fat Owls Bar and Grill, right here in Sanger, California. I'm telling you guys, man, they have over 20 beers on tap. And if you're anything like me, man, where you're not too much of a beer fan, and you want just a classic margarita, classic fruity drink, they have that too, man. Everything from A to Z to have a good time, have a good night, throughout the week, throughout the weekend. Make sure you have a stop at Fat Al's, it's a place to be. But like, have you ever been starstruck by any of these celebrities? Has there been like one person oh, or a yeah. couple that just like, uh, starstruck right off the bat? Honestly, I wanna say Rihanna. most, Rihanna. no. I wanna say Ariana Grande probably. Okay. Oh, really? That's a yeah. big one. Yeah. Yeah. Ariana. Huge, but you know what? So every artist I meet, I'm I'm a little starstruck. I'm not gonna say I'm not because I'm like it's so cool to know your fucking brain outside of entertainment, you know. But Rihanna, I mean uh, Ariana, she 
she's very shy in real life. She's really shy. And so when people see these videos of her, like, licking the donuts and, like, now she's a bitch, right? And it's like, damn, no, because like, when I met her, she really was shy. So it's like when she stays away, it's because she is a shy person. Beyonce, you know, Beyonce is one of the most shy people Ever. And look how dope and badass she, she is, She turns right? it on when she goes on stage. Turns it on. That's crazy. Exactly. There was a whole show about her, too. Swarm from Charles Gambino about, like, people, like, killing for her, basically. The beehive or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. crazy. So that's a, that, I feel like that comes from the pressure, right? She has this pressure of, like, always being perfect. If you're not perfect, they're going to call you out on it, especially with social media. It, like, destroys people. It really does. And I feel like people don't realize, again, these people are just fucking normal and just trying to, you know, make it doing something that they love. Like, like for instance, this podcast. Say you blew up and you're like on barstool, right? You got this crazy contract. You think you're gonna get money from one day to another? No, right? There's still shit that gets paid, and then unfortunately, when you work under other people, it's different type of cuts you get. It's a whole different aspect behind that. And so, to me, I feel like even with radio, people always say, "Oh, you gotta be rich." Like. No, I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm good, but I'm not rich, you know, and that's the thing. Um, I worked in L.A. for a little bit. I worked, I wanted, well, eventually my goal is to eventually leave. I love where I'm, where I'm from, but everyone's like, oh, you, you work in L.A., now you for sure made it. You're rich, and it doesn't work like that, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, again. Is there a difference in bag, though, from over there to here? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, in, in every in every which way. No, that was an easy answer. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. so fast. Yeah. She's like, like, fuck yeah. One day to another. Let me tell you. And, again, the grass isn't always green on either side, right? There's still the same things that apply here in entertainment apply over there, everywhere. It's, you're just in a bigger market. But also that comes with cost of living, right? So you got to, like, consider that, too. So, yeah, you get paid, paid more. But do you see how fucking expensive it is to live in L.A.? So it's yeah. just... It's a lot that goes behind it, but I love this. You know, I, I I feel like if there's one advice I can give to anyone who wants to, you know, embark in their dream or, you know, succeed, wh- whatever they're doing. Some people aspire to be great fucking therapists. Like, shout out to those people, you know, because they're changing the world. They're helping people. They're doing things. So in any sort of thing that you do in life, I, I feel like you have to know going into it, you're going to fail. But those fails easily become lessons like you can easily learn from them when I had my first child and I'm gonna put myself under the bus when I had my first child I didn't it wasn't planned right I got pregnant I became a single mom by choice but because of my situation mm-hmm. second time I did it I ain't never doing that shit again psych I had another fucking <laughs> baby right also not planned well it was a little it was a little planned but um ended up in domestic violence in that situation so what am I gonna do I'm in my head I'm like oh fuck I don't want to be a mother of two baby daddies, like I'm just that girl. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just not gonna fucking do that again for real this time. And I did, like years later, I, n- I never had a kid again because I was like, all right, I fucked up both those times. I also allowed these men to control me or try to control me, right? Um, they didn't agree with what I did in business, in this business, which is another side of being in radio or entertainment period that sucks um, because you have to have the right partner. And that's with anything, but like in entertainment, for speaking for myself and people yeah, that I know. Go into that. What do you mean by that? Like, yeah. Because like, is it, is it kind of the same thing, like separating the art from the artist type of thing, but like at home or what? Kind of. And it just depends. Boundaries is definitely important when it comes to, you know, any sort of relationship, of course. But when you're an entertainer, right, and you got to see other people and talk to other people, um, your partner has to understand what your role is, right? Your role is to make people happy, too. Your, your, your job is to 
continue to please people even off work right you're not on air anymore or whatever they have to be okay with people coming up to you and say hey i listen to you let me take a picture with you i literally dated people that hated that and like and they just they weren't okay with it i literally was in a situation where someone kept it real with me he was like i'm gonna be honest with you i really like this like i really vibe with you but i can't take that like you I don't, that's a masculinity I don't like thing that. where like they, they oh yeah like they're insecure, insecure huh? I de- they oh, see that's, that's exactly what man. it is yeah and you know that one of the guys <laughs> he was really honest with me he's like i'm gonna be honest with you it's just very like it feels like i don't have you like the world has you That's and I just don't like that and he's like yeah maybe it's selfish but it is what it is I was like fuck I agree with you I, it can be it's that not for everybody yeah it's not you it's just give him a rundown first date like look I, that's exactly be. what i fucking this did this is what okay? you should expect <laughs> that's exactly what i did i don't want to like hear this one, shit one in two picture. weeks this is what to expect and, and that's exactly it. what i did <laughs> so you can't handle this no but see <laughs> what did i say when you fucking fail you should learn from your lessons instead yeah. of seeing i was like oh, i fucked up i felt learn from that whatever it is it was a i've had bad interviews i've had fat bad days on the radio i've had bad uh interviews with just regular people like i'm talking to businesses you know i've had really fucked up moments and then i go home and i'm like fuck 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 i'm stupid i'm fucking dumb i'm pissed the fuck off and then once i get over that i'm like all right but what the fuck can i do right or i gotta prepare better you know or i gotta i gotta really have a plan when i go into this or um you know that didn't work let me try it this way you know i you you have to find those things because when you don't it really fucks with you and that's what comes depression and that anger and then like f- feeling like defeated almost you know so yeah but it's like high expectations whenever you go into it right yes and every time too you know people look at you and they're like oh you have to know what you're doing or like oh you have to know what you're what you're gonna do today because <laughs> it's you it's you like you tell us what yeah. it's like no like for instance nine times out of ten i'm interviewing people you guys are interviewing me right we're talking and having this conversation it's, it's very very different dynamic but like you need to know that I don't have my shit together at all times, right? But when I said, when I uh, just to wrap up the story about my baby daddies, I learned from that. So what did you said? You should go into it. And I did. I would go into relationships. All right, before we do anything, before we talk any further, before we go on another date, you need to know this is what it comes with. I am going to get recognized. I If I post you, people are going to recognize you. If I if you're out with me, people are going to uh, eventually attach us two together. And now you're fucked. You're fucked if you don't like this, you know. So I had to do that. And then I ended up in a relationship with someone from back home in L.A. And he ended up moving here. And we're, we've been together 11 years. And that's because he understands this, you know. And also he doesn't really like the entertainment or being in the spotlight. But he gets what I do. In the beginning, it was fucking struggle. Cause I was like, hey, you said you got this. <laughs> and it was like, oh, but I didn't know it was this bad. Like, again, this is coming from someone in LA who didn't know who Carmen was, you know, here. So yeah, it's, it's you gotta have a partner. That's interesting, interesting perspective yeah. though. Of like coming in, you're like, oh shit, you're like a superstar, you know? Like it ain't just <laughs> the comments and people aren't behind Those the aren't just hard eyes yeah. online. That shit's in real life. Yeah. And then, you know, there's also boundaries that you have to set with people, right? Like listeners, followers, and eventually as your platform grows, because I do believe your platform has a lot of potential when your platform grows you are going to have to set boundaries right if someone comes to you and tells you um you know i i feel like i, I deserve to be on your show because i this this and that and you're like no why well, you can't and they're like man fuck you and fuck your show blah blah, blah. you have to be like hey listen at the end of the day <laughs> what Danny, Who did, they did it to you already <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no you have to <laughs> you have to that's why we have nate nate's nate no one's gonna mess with nate so no nate, you're the bodyguard i am oh, you I actually, i'm the one that's that's oh you know what it is they're tag teaming because do they know each other more than you 
Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. I know. I thought it. Yeah. <laughs> see, you were talking yeah. about hazing earlier, and yeah. I was like, damn, if only I brought up what these guys do to me. See? Uh, <laughs> uh, so you, you you're the intern. Know. Yeah, I'm the intern, basically. <laughs> that's really what it is. Yeah, that's a good dynamic. Like, anyway. Actually, on that store, we had him do like a, a commercial yesterday. Where he actually had to take like a couple hits. To you, the you bro, that shit was a real ass. See, uh, <laughs> that was a real you know, ass hit like, I took. By like, the way, Michael B. Jordan actually hit. hit in this scene of Creed. Oh yes, yes, you know, and, and the then it proved that it wasn't. So yeah. We did one yesterday with uh, oh, Mark so Mark Castro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wait, he did really good. Though. He did really good. He did really good. What look? Again, entertainment, right? You have to entertain. So he took one for the team. Technically, he's probably the lead. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm on this side. They're on that side. He's in it. it. But yeah, that's how. I mean, again, in entertainment, you got to find yourself. But you also, again, remember to set boundaries because, man, back in the day, I didn't. Like, I did anything everyone wanted. You want me to host, and it'll be like just a bad look to do a certain, you know, uh, business or Mm. club. And then I was t- saying yes to everything, not only for money, but I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. I didn't really know Fresno either. So they're like, oh, maybe you shouldn't work with those people or maybe you shouldn't do that, you know? And I didn't know that. Like, I, I didn't know that I can say no at one. And I didn't know that I could, uh, you know, have choices to be like, this just doesn't work for me. And that's the same thing I do with like uh, when I'm on air in, uh, endorsing a certain thing. Mm. Uh, like, w- for instance, I worked with you guys mm. on a different note, right? Yeah. And that's because, what did I say? My pops grew up with this. I trust this. I don't yep. know if you guys talk about that type of life. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. actually how we, yeah. You can tell them how we met. Yeah, sure. we, we played this. Yeah, so we, re- yeah. we basically, the way we met was we worked um, an endorsement, right? So I was an endorser for the company they work for, which is... Um, Academy West Insurance. Academy West Insurance. Yeah. And so the reason why I was familiar with them was because they were my dad's insurance still are actually i think i don't know um but yeah for a long time and then when i got my first car here like i was with you guys you know because that was his insurance so he put me on or whatever so that's why i was very familiar i was like fuck yeah i want to do that mm-hmm. you know if and and the thing is if there was another insurance that was coming up against you guys i'm going to take the one i get the one i connect with the one i feel like ah uh, these people can connect with the city or whatever the fuck so you do have to make those choices on your own and i nobody taught me the ropes in the beginning again i was saying yes to everything things that i'm ashamed of um, things i've done that i'm like damn i shouldn't have like connected myself with that but you live and you learn you know but do remember to set boundaries with Is everyone that one of the things you get a choice on like the endorsements mm-hmm. you do because yeah. obviously we talked about the host and yeah. there's a lot of stuff you don't get a choice on so yeah what's some stuff you do get choice on and, you, and then other stuff you do don't. So, okay, there are some some events that come with iHeart that you have to, right, that I would have to promote. Um, but honestly, a lot of the shit that we do is hella dope, so you wouldn't want to say no anyway. And it's also big. Like, we're talking about a big corporation. iHeart is huge. It's so massive. It, it, does, it does so much. The reason why I've never left iHeart is for that, because I've always wanted to grow within the company and grow, and that's why I ended up in L.A. eventually. Um, but... It's such a big company that you don't want to say no to those things anyway. There's also opportunities, right? There's other opportunities like if you end up on TV, um, you can end up working with a big artist, someone that's going to mentor you, that's going to take you in. So you, although you don't really have a choice, it's not a bad thing when it comes to those things. Now, I don't know. It could it's be a good different. exposure. Exactly. Because it, it could be different for anything else. If it's another job, I mean, I really wouldn't know because my ass has been in radio since 2006, five. So I graduated in 05. And by the second semester of college, I was already hired as an intern. That's so, again, crazy. I really didn't live much. But I did do radio and worked at Bank of America. I did radio and worked at Cricket because oh, it wasn't paying That's me before. Crazy. Uh, Isn't that hustle. crazy? <laughs> so so it's crazy because I would be, again, um, 
media social media wasn't that popular but i was working and people were like hey aren't you the girl from the radio i'm like yeah and i was like damn this is embarrassing but i was like fuck it i had to pay bills you know so i had two jobs and it was radio and this radio and that and then when i made it to the morning show different story you know that's but crazy because people were rec- i mean at that point really there was like not a whole like you said social media was in vague so people yeah, were recognizing you just voice. based on the voice yeah. yeah i would actually go like i went to i remember i had a couple of times still actually happens at starbucks and stuff but like i went to uh, jack in a box <laughs> that, was, that i used to work with work for and um they're like is this Carmen? I'm like, yeah. And then when I left, I was like, when I got to the window, I was like, do you know, like, this was like my first job here. I actually worked at that Jack in a box too. Right. So, um, when I first got to Sanger slash Fresno, that was my first job. And I actually killed it on the fucking monitor thing. <laughs> and then I was like, damn, maybe radio is for me. <laughs> Cause I, they were like, Oh, Carmen, put Carmen on the, on the, what the fuck is it called? The drive through, yeah, put yeah. Carmen on drive through. I was so good at it just because I was very talkative. I was like, you ever have those drive through people that you're like, they're fucking cool. Like, I, they, yeah. like they'll give you extra sauces. Yeah. That was me. Like totally. <laughs> that, was me. that was so fucking fun. Like I loved it. And then I was like, damn, like they think they're hyping me up. My coworkers here are hyping me up thinking it's so fucking cool. So maybe there's something to it. And then eventually, like I said, when radio came up, I was like, oh shit, maybe this is meant to be. And even though, again, I saw my dad live this life, his whole life, he just didn't want me to do radio. He never wanted me. He was like, nah, 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 it's not for women. It's not for women. And specifically because of what he saw. Not because like, like he the behind the scenes stuff. He yeah, saw, it was yeah. T- it's tough. He's like it's tough love. He's like you're gonna fail and you're gonna, you're gonna succeed. And when you succeed, you're gonna think, oh, I got this, and you you may not. And then I was like, Dad, like I got this. And you know, many times I fucking cried. I've fucking been mad at myself. But again, you live and you live and you learn. You know. You know. You know. It's funny. Uh, right now you said we were talking about working with us uh, and the whole topic of uh, living and learning. So at the time when we first worked, you were actually one of like uh, like you our first the first. The, you're right. You, you were, we're the talking first. about this earlier today. We're like um. Right. What, uh, what it? was it called? Like endorsement. So like for us, we had never been in charge of like running a campaign, right? Um, so we don't know what the fuck we're doing. You, uh, know? you know, I remember that. I remember you guys were like, uh, so what do we do? And then so I was I like, I kind of remember you guys had you know no what? clue what you were doing. We had, <laughs> we didn't have a fucking film crew. We didn't have lights. We literally had our iPhones. And then Matt, shout out to Matt. You know, he just fucking threw the project on us. <laughs> and we're like, shout out Matt. Bitch. Um, you believed in them, huh? <laughs> yeah, he did, you know? Um, and you know lo and behold like fast forward and you know what we thought it was a shit show because we had some i don't know if you remember we went to the location off of cedar and dakota mm-hmm. right there by the vallarta and uh there was a fucking shooting it was a shit there show there was a fucking shooting I in totally the middle it. of the shoot yeah. and you're like do we do we still film we'll film the inside portion for now yeah <laughs> yeah no that was that was that was wild but i do remember you guys though not having the confidence that you have now like oh, it's, dude, a, was way it's a big yeah. difference like and it's cool to see because i remember you guys were like i don't know you, you want to do it or do you record and then I'm like oh yeah so do i uh sh- I'll, I'll just do this part i'll just do it and <laughs> so like you guys days? he got to witness like now we have the whole pool production yeah. team we did the thing with mark oh, castro yeah. and he was like in like it four cameras so, yeah he gets experience like you know a couple of years of like you know like Kind of like when you took the lead role, you know, we, we went through that stuff. Yeah. Um, so but I always knew it, though. Remember I told you guys, I was like, you guys are fucking good at what you do. Yeah, you, you yeah like you, like even with iPhone fucking role, you guys <laughs> knew what the fuck you were doing, but you just didn't know how to apply it, yeah. you know? And, th- and then the other thing, too, is you're both um, very good at speaking and making that eye contact, but also finding ways to be relatable, you know? So then Thank what you. happened was you guys that. were like, <laughs> you guys were like, we don't need an endorsement anymore. Fuck her. We got this. 
Damn. <laughs> they, they kicked me out. Hey, that, yeah, we don't need you no more. Matt, I'm just kidding. That was no. towards you, Matt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it was actually like, it was cool to see that, you know, because yeah, it was the first time with this. And I was like, all right, this is normally how I do it. You know, we don't have to do it this way. But you're like, fuck it. You know, you know what you're doing. I was like, fuck. Now you know that I didn't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. <laughs> not always. Not always do I know what I'm doing. But again, you live uh, and you learn. And so at the time that that was happening you guys were thinking about doing stuff you were trying yeah. to work things out and then you said consistent consistency is so important i know everybody says that but like you really do have to be consistent yeah, it, it does sound cliche but i mean kind of the way to look at it we just kept on fucking up you know because after that we had a meeting and we're like we just looked at each other like fuck dude like we were kind of like upset too we're like damn bro we had no idea it was kind of awkward we didn't know what to do we were super nervous to meet you too the first Aww, time we were like no, we didn't know what to do the celebrity yeah, starstruck huh stop. Was really you know well, yeah, that was me coming in the day too I was like oh and, like, shit well radio was like the biggest shit for the longest time yeah. you know what I mean yep. so we're like fuck and Matt yeah. called us too Matt was just like hey dude I got an endorsement with Karma for B95 we're like bro the one like for B95 he's like yeah you guys will figure it out do, just do what you guys do yeah. what the yeah, fuck see he <laughs> believed in you guys though yeah. and the no thing instruction is, no no they really didn't but it was I thought it was so I thought it was so dope because like, like seeing you guys and, and watching your growth and watching your numbers go up like seeing that I'm like see you guys just had to figure it out yeah. you know but the, the time that you met me I tried my best to not give you the the uh, the impression of like you guys ain't got your shit together right I was like you know you were yeah, really, really, really cool yeah. yeah you know you did because actually from that we learned a lot we like took a lot of like oh shit okay You're yeah like, oh, this is really how you do it and we're like all right cool that's how we yeah do again it. theater of the mind right yeah. even like when you're doing stuff on social media this you now you guys know how to entertain which is so dope but again you guys had it you just were a little <laughs> intimidated <laughs> I think it was even too like the takes right like for us we did like the same take it could be like one one line it was so cute times. yeah it was so cute dude, and then she she came in <laughs> I mean she was just like one we're like all right cool what. That was fast. You're like, yeah. uh, is it my turn already? I'm still. I'm <laughs> Fuck, still I'm trying to remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that happens a lot, even now. Like, so when that happened, I wasn't looking at you guys like, man, they ain't got their shit together. I was like, it was just another day for me because I'm telling you, you guys think everything is like perfectly done, but like in radio, there's times where we're on air, right? And I'll ask CK or he'll ask me something, and he'll be like, right? And I'll be like, yeah. And, and he's looking at my dude. Nobody can see us, right? Got to improv like, that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was going down. About, and at the time, I'm like searching Google, whatever the fuck, whatever it is, the topic that he had that we didn't talk about prior, I had to like scramble for it. So again, it's like trial and error when that shit like that happens, you know? And so you don't always get it right. Uh, another thing too, we had to do live fucking commercials. And we literally live. So we would be in the streets and people would come visit us. And mind you, there's now there's people in front of us, which I'm not used to. Well, we're not used to. I mean, kind of now. But, you know, back then it really wasn't a big thing. So they're like in front of us and we have to read this script that we had never seen before. We were endorsed with them, but we had never seen this script. So we have to if we fuck up, you fuck up. Yeah. And we fucked up, okay, <laughs> to the point where it, so good. <laughs> we're looking at each other and we're like, it's just, it's not just, like, we both knew it's not just us looking at each other, fool. They're fucking looking too, you know? And, like, the whole audience is like, and then some of them had their, their cell phones out. And I'm like, that is so embarrassing. Like, we're fucking this commercial up. And we just freestyled it, the rest of it. And it's tough to do. Like, when people are watching you to say, like, oh, sh like, you say, like, oh, shit, do it again. You know, it's tough to do that again. Uh, dude, you were feeling, like, because yeah. obviously, I mean, you know you're speaking to a shit ton of people. Yeah. We're in the studio, so you don't really get quite to see them. Yeah. Is it a lot different when you go live, like, and there's, like, people in the audience? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I still I will be in front of 10 people 
doing what I have to do, and I'll still feel intimidated a little bit. That pressure That's gets crazy, you, huh? That pressure, yeah. You gotta. Yeah, it, it, like, it, it does make a difference. It it yeah. does because because th- if you think about it, when you just had the camera and it was just you talking, you didn't feel as intimidated, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like, I could just fucking delete this and nobody see it again. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be feeling intimidated a little bit. I Do you? Freddie naked, and it makes my whole day. Better. That helps. <laughs> Yes. This whole time, Freddie. Right Does that now. really help? I've never Put your done hands that. up. Oh, yeah. yes. You know the other thing. You know how you catch people. This is like something I was gonna share the other day. I was like, this is important. You know how like you see girls, and and girls, I mean me too. They're just like, <laughs> I don't do this a lot though. But I, when I see it, they'll be like, and it's like music playing in the background. They're looking at. The I know song, exactly right? what you're talking about. I fuck. Why? Okay, let me tell you. So when you see those girls, right, and then some of them are like, damn, she's fine as fuck. Same blah, blah, fucking blah. angle every time. But we all have angles, first of all. And then the girl like this or whatever. Picture them with no fucking makeup on, and it's so funny. Like, picture mm. them with no makeup and no filter. I'm like, girl, you would not be making those faces. <laughs> you would not be doing that. And I know because that's why I don't do them anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, that's embarrassing. I feel like that's like, like, like especially on Facebook, like, every, like, out of 10 stories that are loaded up, like, every yeah. other or every consecutive one's that same shit. You know, it's a lot of heartbroken like the, women. From one side to the other, and, yeah. like, it's just that little clip. But like, hey, don't, don't, because there's a lot of fucking men that do the oh. same thing. Let's talk about your thirst trap. I don't thirst trap. He's the oh, fucking worst. Wait do a that. minute. Wait a minute. What's this? What track. was it? Did he have no shirt on or something? Look, oh, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. He's track. a personal trainer. That's okay. And true. And like how you know what? I'm, I'm gonna throw. We gotta just pull up your profile. We gotta let her look at your profile, then she'll kind of make her. I don't thirst trap though. I don't thirst trap. What's his profile, guys? Do I thirst? I don't. See, let's see. This will tell you if it's thirst trap or not. Here it is. Thirst trap or not. Like this. Are we you tell if it's a thirst trap? Are we back on? Okay, so I'm looking at his picture. And I definitely but. right off the bat just see thirst trap. But also, this is how you know when it's a thirst trap. When 90% of the comments are women, <laughs> he did his, he did his thing. You did your thing. That's all oh, women, though, huh? That's, that's all women right there. Is that a toxic trait, you think? I like, know. Like it can't if you overdo it. If you overdo it. You know, but also. My industry is too. I was going to say. You, it, to your defense, you this is you're supposed to do that. Exactly. Because how are you gonna get people in? And they're like, See, man, they he's always wearing shirts. Twenty pounds ago, I lost that twenty pounds. They're all like, hey, bro, oh, hey, really? can I hire you on now? Bro, tell the truth, See? bro. Tell the truth. You What's don't want to wake up early. Hey, I want to work out at three thirty a.m. Here we go. Uh, is that three for real? No, no oh. it was five. It was five. Oh damn, that is early. Yeah, what's but but crackhead ass hours, bro. I feel like those people boundaries, bro. Boundaries. Have you ever worked out at five o'clock in the morning? I work like five or six. See, okay. Well, bro, when, when, oh, we, when I good. go with them to the gym, you're asleep yeah. still. But you go at eleven, oh. bro. Like you don't wake up till eleven. You get to gym at like twelve. I am up before eleven. Oh, first okay. of all, that well, is first I thirst trap and I sleep in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this is how y'all view no, me. No, but the thing is, with your okay in your profession, I would say that's accurate. You, you have, have to. to. Exactly. But um, thirst traps. You could have a shirt on once in a while, but I mean. That's just me. Because you know what? That also shows. That also shows the muscles. Like if you have your shirt on. That does show the muscle. You could do a little bit of both. <laughs> exactly. A little let, bit actually, of both. let me see if you have. But then more they asked me to do commercial shirtless yesterday, so come on. Well, y'all. Wait, what, oh, no, you, you have balance. You have balance. See? Yeah, some with, some without. Ah, oh, oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so good. yeah, you know what, intern, you've done a great job. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the kid in there. It's not all thirst trap. No, it's not. Every now <laughs> and then, that's how you have to separate. By the way, if you're the kid, a man though, or a woman. Levers, though, yeah, one can argue you use a kid as. Now you're just giving away the secret sauce at this point. That, this what? is true. This is true. Uh, honestly, as someone who has more <laughs> guy friends and girlfriends, and I know I hate like when people say this, like, oh, but I really did. And that's because I like was totally <laughs> See, a See, that's boy. a red flag. 
It no, is. <laughs> it actually <laughs> is. And the reason why I say it is is because I like hear it so much, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't because get along with girls. I've but that I've never said that part. I do get along with girls. It's just like to me, it just feels weird. Because I, I kind of was a tomboy growing up. Like, I, I, used to, I used to love playing, like, flag football with my neighbors and stuff. So I really was a tomboy. And then when I got into this, this you know, industry, people were like, oh, she's fine. She's sexy. I'm like, I am? Oh, fuck. Let me fucking put on a dress. <laughs> so then I had to, like, switch it up. And then now I'm, like, in, I'm in the middle, you know. But um, you do have to kind of do that thirst role. traps. You, you know, role. every now and then yeah, you, you, have have, you have to sell cute. the goods. You have to sell the goods. Otherwise, yeah. you have no buyers. Yeah, the girls exactly. are like, look at new shoes. It's an ass pick somehow. Oh, my God. How yeah. The fuck? I know. But I'll be honest with you. I'm guilty of that sometimes, too. Like, look at these shoes. Fucking all Look at these. <laughs> <laughs> look at these. <laughs> the angle she was talking about. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, you got to do it every now and then. But, again, this is entertainment, though. This is what um, being on social media is. Yeah. You're on social media to make people. You're not going to show your bad parts, although you have. I'm sure you guys have at some point, like, oh, today was a shitty day. But, like, you're not going to show what the fuck happened to you earlier. Like, oh, sure. your light bill came off or your fucking, your neighbors <laughs> shit on your car. Or, I don't know. Uh, what do you like better? Well, what do you like the industry as it is now with, like, the, because I feel like now there's, like, a way bigger component to it, which mm-hmm. is, like, the video part of it, right? Because I feel like now people yeah. see you more, especially if you're in the, in the in, you know, in the lead role, as opposed to before where it was just completely, you know, behind behind the you know the studio door and you're just on the air what what do you like better do you like the the new style or I do you like, like both really yeah I, I really do like you know there's someone who's like oh man this destroyed the world or like uh hip-hop heads <laughs> are like oh old hip-hop is better what the fuck is this trash i am in Hell in between no. like i i like growth obviously mm. i like seeing growth in every part of life right um, except when I get too fucking old. But when it comes to like growth in in social media world, when I first started, like I said, fa- uh, MySpace was such a big thing, and it was so cool, right? We all wanted to be on this fucking platform. That fucking layout. I was fucking coding back then. Coding, right? Yeah. That actually, shit was real. I was learning that shit in class. I was like, how do you do this? Like on, on uh, my computer class, I was like, how do you learn? Like how do you do this? How do you add this to your? But that was then, right? And then when you're like now, you're like, oh man, and you see all these people making money like on social media just for fucking being them or like pretending to be themselves, which is not, again, mm-hmm. theater of the mind, yeah. right? But like seeing that, I'm like, damn, I can't even hate on it because if that was me in this year and I'm just getting into it and I'm young, I probably would be looking at that like, yeah, I want that lifestyle, yeah. you know, or I want to do that or I want to do this. But with, with I think, social media, it it's a, it's a, a blessing and a curse, right? Because at the mm. same time that everything seems so cool and so positive, let's be honest, there's so much fucking negativity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're so numb to a lot of things now that when people, like, pass away, they fucking post the person dead on the ground or some shit like that. Like, a lot of people... that's, a, that's the a, comments. Those fucking bot comments, comments be so wild. Or just regular comments. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I feel like that's another thing, too. Like, with social media, it's like you have all these negative people. Like, okay, back then, if someone hated what I fucking did, I wouldn't know until, like, two weeks later... Cause they come up to me and be like, "Bitch, you are whack," or whatever, right? <laughs> but, but on social media, if I say something they don't like, they'll go find me on social media and be like, "You fucking whack." On a burner ass get, account. You do you get yeah. a lot no of DMs pictures. like that? Like fucking wild DMs no. and shit. No. No, because they gotta check themselves. You know, yeah. I, I did have one time I had a girl come up to me. Okay, this is uh, this is at a uh, woman empower- empowerment yeah Whoa. event, and it was a girls' world expo where I'm like talking to these young girls. I'm like I have a line. 
not to toot my horn, but I had a line of these little girls, you know, not little by me, like 14, 15, 16, 17. They were like in line to meet me to take pictures and sign. Right. So I'm like signing whatever. And then I, this lady literally waited the whole fucking time to come and tell me, hey, do you know that you said this on the radio and that's not how you say it properly? You're capping. Yeah. She, uh, I said, OK, I still remember. She said I, I said. Don't you go nowhere. Like I said, I don't know. I was in the mix probably in my fucking vibe, right? And I was like, oh, we're going to be right back after this. Don't you go nowhere. Boom. I like went to commercial. She said, you said nowhere. You should have said, don't you go anywhere. And I was like, how do you, how do you respond to that? Yeah. I was like, what the, oh, how the fuck was, did I you? Was, I was like, all right. I could either like be petty and a bitch back or I could just handle it, you know, appropriately because there are these little girls around oh, yeah, me. That's true. So I was like, did you really wait in line to tell me that? And she was like, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's important. You're, you're teaching the youth how to speak lingo like this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, um, no, I'm not raising kids, you know, like they're raising themselves. It's yeah. the parents job to do that. My job is to entertain and not to be politically correct in any part yeah. of my life on when it comes That's to entertainment. Insane. Yeah. Was she white? Um, no, she was actually Latina, which was very disappointing because Damn. when she went to say that, she was like, she she made it seem like I need I needed to make sure I shit on you. It was that energy that she gave. Like, she had to like go out of her way. The fact that she waited in line, right? And then that's I pretty said, petty. That's fucking petty. When that's I said, petty. "All right, listen," so you like you got that out of the way. Are you done? She's like, "Can we take a picture?" I was like, "So you're here to tell me all this shit? You try to correct me. You came down here to fucking kill the energy. When you see, I'm happy to see these people. <laughs> and now you want to take a picture? Did you take it? You took it? I did. You took the <laughs> picture though. Is I, that one of those things you're like, damn. I regret it because I was like, no, I should have been like, you can fucking go. And I had like my, not security, but they were there, you know, to protect me. See, if I was a security at I that time, so should have been gone. They would have stepped been, in. Like, take this hoe Done. Off, this Easy. Kid. But then I was like, you know, I just, I don't want it to, I didn't want, my thing is, I didn't want the little girls to feel like it was anything, any bad energy. And there was adults too, but I just like, I don't want anybody to feel that there was anything negative here. Took the high road. And they didn't know us. So I went on, she like left. And I was like, I wonder, cause I, I said a couple things to her that made her, I'm sure think about it. Cause I left her stumped a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, mm, like I shouldn't have said this, you know? Cause you could tell she kind of was backtracking. And when I said like, I'm not here to raise your fucking kids. You raise your fucking kids. I'm here to talk how mm -hmm. the fuck I want to. Cause this is my job and this, I get, I get paid for it, you know? <laughs> so when that happened, like I just, I was like, sh I got to say what I wanted out of that. I don't need the fucking world to be like, yeah. take this bitch out of here, you know? Like, no. And then I also <laughs> had another girl like, at a club one time, and I that part that day I did tell her to meet me outside, and that's when I said, Wait, so no, you, I feel like you skipped the, the, the no, because I don't want to get into detail with that, it. but I did want to say, I did like, I, I regretted it later. I was like, that's so unprofessional what club? of me. Um, meet me the fuck outside. <laughs> it was, this not even doesn't exist anymore. It was, a, I think it was called Fajitas, mm, gotcha. okay. but anyway, uh, basically, she didn't win a big Dodger giveaway that I had because. She didn't fucking write her name right. Uh, you're going to enter a contest and you're going to put your, your fucking, fucking name. name right? yeah, no, it's funny. not that she didn't spell it right. She wrote it like she wrote it with her fucking toes or something. It was just like <laughs> bad writing. So I couldn't read it, but I, I said the first and last name a couple of times. And I was like, all right, going once. I gave all of them a, a fair chance. Like going once, going twice. All right, here we go. I'm going to go to the next person. Went to the next person. Um, the, the person won it. Congratulations, whatever. Maybe like 10 minutes after we did the whole congratulations, she came up and was like, hey, were you looking for blah, blah, blah? And I was like, maybe. What's your phone number? So I mm -hmm. got her phone number, and it was that match. And she's like, so you're telling me I would have won? I said, bitch, you could have came, 
when I gave you more than enough time if you thought this could have been my name. So, so we went back and forth for a minute, and then I was like, I could either have you kicked out or we can meet outside. So you tell me. And she was Sheesh. like, bitch, please, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Look, I'm going to let you stay. And then uh, the friends around them were like, please, <laughs> she's just she's just drunk. She's whatever, whatever. I'm like, oh, whatever. She don't want to fucking smoke, huh? Yeah. So and then at that time, I regretted it because I was like, and this was, again, like kind of early on in my career. I was like, that's not how you handle situations. I mean, if she would have yeah, said sure. something worse or whatever, like about my family or something, then it's more personal. But this had nothing to do with me. And that was me being ghetto. I don't know. They, they be <laughs> jumping people on no jumper. They popping. do, though. They do. No, and that's the thing. Like, I don't ever want to be ghetto. I just want to be myself. And if sometimes it's a little ghetto, it's okay. <laughs> it's Fresno, though. I know. No, no. No, but the thing is, like, I don't, I don't ever want that. I don't like negative energy. Like, I love good vibes, happy, and, and especially, like, my job is to make people feel good, you know, like, and even if I feel shitty at home, I'm like, damn, that was fun. All right, let me get back to reality. You know, yeah. it's still enjoying that moment. So, yeah, don't do that. Don't ask people to go outside. Do you ever feel like being in the public eye, you have to like, like in, in that scenario, right? Like you have to, it affects your decisions because you have to upkeep like a certain amount of. Sometimes, you know, yeah. sometimes. And the thing is, I, I shouldn't have to, you know, like it's just c certain, you know, it's certain things that make you feel a little insecure about something or like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like there, there are certain situations where, I, or like I don't want to be seen because I have like no makeup on. I'm in my fucking peaches and I had to make a run to CVS or something. Like I don't want to be seen. But like to me at the end of the day, like I had one guy call me out one time because he saw me at a gas station here in Sanger. And he t he literally went after he saw me, I guess, on Twitter and was like, I just saw Carmen looking raggedy as hell at the gas station. How, how did you Damn. find that tweet? No, he literally tweet, tweeted me oh, right after. Yes. He added oh, too. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I just saw <laughs> at Carmen on air. And I was like, and? You want me to go in a fucking heels and a dress? <laughs> I was mad at that point because I was like, First of all, I didn't look bad. I don't look bad without makeup. So no matter how much you say that, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I mean, I'll be going out on Walmart, yeah. sweats. I don't give a damn. Yeah, because you shouldn't. You know, like, and when I see people there, like, in sweats, I'm like, I'm not looking at them any different. Like, fuck, you're probably tired. You know, you probably don't even want to be yeah, at I've fucking Walmart. I'm probably just waiting up diapers done, and shit. Huh? I've never seen you with your waist. Oh, uh, so you're done, saying though. the intern is all talk. He's all talk. So he's basically <laughs> trying way, to humble himself. His beard's done all the time. Uh, Bro, see. when we don't have pods, like, I'm not getting haircuts. My no, because yeah, I was going to say, like, do you have makeup on? No. Do I look like I have makeup on? Yeah. No, I swear to God. Rub that shit off, huh? Take him swimming. <laughs> Take it's a filter. <laughs> no, guys, guys this shit's a filter. No, all. see? Yeah, he got good skin even. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it was just on Instagram, but I saw it in real life. <laughs> he poured water on me yesterday, literally, all over my body. <laughs> sexually. You can't just say yeah, I know. Wait, how, what'd you Danny, like, Danny, sex so Danny far, sexually poured like water over me. I've been fucking yeah, with this guy for a long time. And okay, Danny so. was like, and you let's did it so context, good. You were like, bro. I felt like you've put water on people like that before. Dude, it's so okay, nice. So we're feeling the boxing scene. So he's yeah. like he's like the, the, the poser boxer. He's like the other boxer, right? So we got it's twelfth round. We, we gotta make it like like he's sweating. It's like so you seen Rocky, uh, right? Oh yeah, 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 Rocky, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not real fucking sweat, you know. They he was like yeah, bird feeding yeah. in his mouth, yeah. spitting it on me to get the water <laughs> oh, sprays. That's a good, that's a good technique. It was though. hot. <laughs> They're trying to laugh it off, but you know it's true. It's fine. We're, we're definitely know. laughing it off. But it's okay because that's the thing though too. That's not on a serious tip with that. It's not even a bad thing. Like I was like I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times I put myself in that position to be. Do you do that to I like people to, now, though? Huh? Do you do that to? Do you have somebody you do that to now? Like where like they're kind of like your intern. 
Yeah, oh, you do have you an have intern. Have oh, Who yeah, do you I make the goldfish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Donut runs. Definitely do. I had that, those people because I was like, fuck that. If I live that, you have to live that too. But I never mentioned that. That's why them. you said that taking the fun away. You just want other people to go through No, that shit. no, but here's the thing. Well, that's yeah. what you got to eat the goldfish too. You got to earn your stripes. No, well, the thing about that is that you when I, when it was my time, right? Some shit. You got to eat some shit. A cockroach. When it was my turn to have interns, I knew one thing though because, you know, they always say, Oh, two chains once said, "Never." Well, hold, we're gonna quote the two great chains two right chains. Hey, we're he's quote two chains. Go ahead. Yeah, the great two chains. He said, and it was this was in an interview. I think I forgot, but I, it always stuck with me. He said, "Never, never treat an intern or an employee like shit because they can one day be your CEOs, right? Or mm. AKA your boss or whatever." Well, y'all write that's that shit what, down. That's how it stuck with me, right? It stuck with me because I'm like, when I became like the person, I was like, "Oh shit, I got interns and I could choose them and I could like choose who I want to." you know have around and i could take them under my wing when i got an intern or a couple interns i knew like the treatment i wanted because we i had i worked under asshole people sometimes too that they were just like oh can you go get the fucking mail can you go do this or like and i'm like no i want to fucking learn and they and they wouldn't you know so when make I that became coffee the person yeah yeah no literally i've made many coffees so at some point, I was like, when I became the person, their boss or whatever, I was like, hell no. I'm like, I'm going to give these people whatever the fuck I wanted, you know? Mm. So, yes, while well, I fucked with them here and there, um, nine times out of ten, I was either showing them something to learn because I knew I wanted to learn when I was in this. I knew I wanted to be that, to be in that position at some point. So I just, I gave them that. I gave them the treatment I wanted to be, you know? And also, again, I, I've never, I'm already not a mean person, but... To, to know that this can potentially be either bigger than me or like work mm. some dope ass shit and maybe I'm going to need them in the future for something, I will not mistreat them. So my interns were always, and you, I'm sure they can attest to this um, because I, I still have a really good friendship with all the interns I had in my life um, that, yeah, you, I definitely never made them do any dumb shit unless it was for entertainment. Even like this stuff, like, um, it's like a lot different when you said, because we were talking, but you got to be entertaining at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like a skill for us. Like we were working on this shit. Um, cause it, it is way fucking different. I can't even imagine like live in the radio, like talking to people. That's crazy. Well, see if it's one tip I can give you is never take yourself too serious. Mm. Right. So like be able to be okay to be, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn, <laughs> that's how it is. I'm just kidding. But like, see, like having that good, if, if you're going to be an entertainer, you have to be okay. And that's part of having the thick skin. Yeah. But it also, it works with when you, when you apply that to yourself. So like he makes fun of himself, right? He's, he's like, oh yeah, that's funny. Um, they threw water at me whatever. He's not actually heard about it. Mm. And he knew. That, that if they did that, funny. that would be funny. I'm not laughing. I'm really hurt. But Shut up. Fine. You were probably like, take the shirt <laughs> off and put water so that the girls can see That's it. Exactly. That's exactly. Little girls. See? That's the worst hey, part. How, how, how many photos did you take yesterday with your shirt off? Ah. Uh, None. Oh, okay. I believe it. I'm still waiting on somebody to say. Who's telling Mondo it. and Freddie? Hey, bro, how should hey, I you're gonna pose? See you're going to see them on there. He was like, Freddie, I don't. I don't like yeah. the lights. <laughs> oh, and the wet T-shirt. He hasn't too. given away all the secret sauce right <laughs> that, now. That is all actually the good stuff. Those are the thirst traps that the women like. There it is. That's funny. And some men too. Do you know? Are you okay with that? Like being okay with some men sexualizing you? Some men. It's <laughs> mainly men that sexualize me. Really? More than women. Like yeah, how do you sure. mean? Like how do they? Like it's mainly gay guys though. I feel really? Like. Yes. Yeah, I get my eyebrows done. <laughs> Maybe you get gay but I vibes. Can't. Now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> it's like no, no. having eyebrows on is there's nothing wrong with that. But but I will say that uh, sometimes well, that's the beauty of uh, being on social media, though. You can't like like I used to back then before social media. This is one of the regrets I, I kind of had. I don't really regret it too much. But I sent a picture pictures of myself to fucking prisoners 
in in like Atwater uh, for free or you're selling them for money for free no 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 Damn. because here's the thing I get so much mail from prisoners right and I'm mm. like these are people because I don't know what yeah, they yeah, did that makes sense yeah 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 so and they don't they, they, theater of the mind they don't know what I look like this was back then and so I had so they send you soups had, back or what huh they send you soups as payment no they sent me drawings <laughs> as payments like oh, they, they would draw out cool. like certain cool stuff it was pretty cool but you know what they did they sent me uh like drawings of my sayings I was like oh they really do fucking listen so one day i went and took pictures with a friend of mine and they all there's a bunch of i'm sure a lot of dudes in jail they have my picture because i was like i want them to be able to see me when they're hearing me and oh. that was back then before like again social media like now they got fucking phones in jail i said yeah. i seen jail people making tiktoks and that's shit so in the funny fucking, what the fuck they go live i said they go live up in there now all, like isn't they that crazy they have dogs and shit i'm like there's no way they keistered that shit how to make an eminem mcflurry oh I'm my like, god yes or like yeah, you how you to make that money no that money i was like that's so crazy TikTok, i have a plan for prison if i go to prison bro like i'm for sure like i'm going in as a girl you're dropping the show bro i'm going in like i'm telling you no 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 just in case bro if you go as a girl that's worse bro no, no i'm like get, i identify i'm going to the girl prison oh, oh you're gonna identify as a woman populating yeah. oh i got yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that's worse you're going to like who wants no, no, these no, cheeks I'm, not, no. <laughs> I'm like bro this is the longest yard bro this is the longest yard why would you do that <laughs> why would you set yourself up he's he like really? oh those are real gay vibes okay <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite thing about the central valley and fresno and all the stuff we have here you know what I love about the Central Valley? That it's one person. Well, I don't remember who it was, but they, they told me it is a big. You are a big. Uh, you're a small fish in a big pond. Right. Because everyone's like, oh, it's just Fresno. It's just Fresno. I'm not going to lie. When I first got here, I was like, what the fuck is a Fresno? I've never been there. What the fuck is that? And then when I was driving over here, because I'm from Los Angeles, right? When I was driving over here, I was like, oh, my God, Dad, you can have us living in fucking fields. Like, what is this? Never seen this type of lifestyle. And then I got here, and I was really sad and depressed. I was like, I missed my friend. I was in, you know, high school before I graduated, because I ended up going back to graduate. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, still in high school, and I was like, this is not what I want. You know, you rebel against what your parents want you to do. And I hated it. I hated everything about it. I, then I started looking it up. I don't know if you guys, you guys are probably too young for this. But are you, how old are you? Oh, you should look at me. How old are you? <laughs> thirty. I'm thirty. Okay, so you kind of know about the Fresno, Fresno Uncensored life. Oh, yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah. that kind mm -hmm. of? Okay, so fuck, I don't know about that. So basically, that was like very prominent when I first got here, and it was a, it made Fresno look really, really bad. It made oh. it look like it was all about gangsters, and maybe it was at a certain time, but not the time that I got here. Like was it, it like a bad. like a YouTube channel or something, or like what, what was it? It was the first viral video. It was like a first viral video that had gone viral, hmm. I guess. But I don't even know where. I just remember I got a CD and I put it in and it, it showed a bunch of like gang bangers, you know, like from the valley. And I was like, damn. And they had it out there. Like people everywhere in the world. It was the first mixtape. <laughs> and we were no, we were in. We were on the map. But for a bad thing. Well, the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that Vice TV. Vice TV came out here and they did like a huge documentary. That fucking meth shit, yeah. yeah. It was like meth capital of the world. See? Exactly. So that, that's the image that I had going into. I was like, oh, man. And this place is like full of gang members and blah, 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 blah. Well, then as I lived here, as I learned to like grow and, and like be like, all right, I'm stuck here. Let me just get to know it. There's a lot of dope things about it. You know what I love about Fresno? That the people who are really from here, because there's a lot of the people that are like, man, there's nothing to do here. It's fucking boring. It's blah, blah, blah. Those are the people that are just going to have that negative mindset because I was like that going into living here. I was like, oh, this sucks. But I was like, let's see what the entertainment part of it is. Like, where can I find it? There's so much to do in Fresno. What I love is that the people who are ride or die, like the place we're at now, 
they believe in what they have, right? And then they love supporting others. And Fresno has done that for me because when I first got here, I was like, nobody's going to like me, especially because I didn't know there was like a rivalry with L.A. and Fresno back in the day. Um, and I was always like, oh, I'm from L.A. I don't know about you guys. And then after like the 10th year of living here, I was like, oh, no, I can't say that anymore. I'm like from here now. And I know where all the good spots are now. And, I, and I'm invited, you know? So like I love that about Fresno, that they open their arms for me, but for like other people, like the people that genuinely love Fresno, the businesses, they, if you notice, they want people to come and visit, right? They're like, check this out. This is so dope. The fields, I think that even though I used to talk, to sh talk shit when I first got here, I look at that now like, you know, we grow those fucking oranges here or, you know, we do that. Like, I'm proud of that. You mm -hmm. know, I'm also proud of the fact that there's um, like, for instance, little things make me happy. <clears throat> and I didn't know about the Fresno chilies. You guys know about those? I don't oh, know. Yeah when they anything i hear on, on on tv that is fresno this is how you know you're proud of it because you get excited for those things right and uh, there was a chef that was on tv talking about fresno peppers i was like do we have those and i'm like looking looking it up i was like see that's dope like there's there's cool things that happen some may think it's not some they think it is but the fresno one thing about fresno is fresnians that really do genuinely love where they're at their soil they believe in growth and and as someone who came from somewhere else a bigger city i'm from los angeles coming to fresno I was like what is this it's so small i now see fresno way bigger you know i mm. see the potential there's so much to grow if i never had the opportunity to be in radio in fresno i would have never been able to have my dream of being in radio with uh my my mentor someone I grew up loving in radio because I had that taste here and I got to test the waters and understand the business I got to work in LA in my hometown at some point I can I probably would have never done that if I would have stayed in LA you get what I'm saying so like sense. this I feel like people that come here need to know if you end up moving here need to know that there's so much you can test to see if, if it's gonna work or not because let me tell you Fresno will keep it a buck you know people the people in Fresno will definitely keep it if they like you you're gonna you're gonna feel that if they don't like you you're also gonna feel that too so I love the realness of that like Fresno can make you feel if you're good or not or if you need to do better or if you need to change something right am yeah, I right no I agree like, 100% I feel that 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 is it says a lot because when you go to Los Angeles, unfortunately, even though I'm from there and I love it, there's a lot of places where like, oh, people are fake. And yeah, certain parts in Hollywood, but not everywhere. There's a lot of beautiful different cities around there, you know, and that's how I feel about Fresno. With Fresno is like, man, everybody, the people that are in Visalia, the people that are in like Parley or Sanger, they all want to kind of be part of Sanger. You know, I mean, Fresno, like they want to be part mm -hmm. of it or they want to be included in that. And that's the beauty of it. Like, I think there's there's a lot to be said with, yes, there's not as much entertainment as there was in the past but now we're learning so like now food is a big thing and people are, c are traveling everywhere to come try our food here mm -hmm. you know um uh, it's a taco truck throwdown that's so yeah. huge mm -hmm. everybody comes from everywhere every year, yes right? yes yeah. yes they actually had me so fucking fun dude they had me eating tacos. How, how many? How many do you fucking? How many? Like I had. I had twenty-eight tacos one time, but obviously 28? I don't eat them all. But but how do you get a bite? Like, do you not eat the whole day? Before, so I, like? I will eat a little bit in the morning, and then I, I kind of, like, I felt like the pro because they would never bring anybody back. I was the only one that kept going back as oh, a tester. Came, yeah, oh, the judge because they, they kept having different judges, mm -hmm. but they would bring me back, and I was like, I'm doing some shit right. So then I like, I gotta really do this like right. So what I would do is I would eat in the morning, <laughs> and then because after like the fucking fifth taco, I would be tired. 
tired. And I was like, no, I got to have a strategy. So what I would do is I would eat in the morning and then I wouldn't eat as much like for the day. I'm mm. preparing for these tacos. And then you have to have just one bite of each. Mm. And then you get to a point where you're so full that you just bite and you savor the moment and then you spit it out. Mm. Yeah, so obviously a, a lot of great stuff about Fresno. You got the taco trucks, all this stuff going on. But I know there's a lot of cool events that you host and you're going to be hosting upcoming pretty soon. So um, can you tell everyone, us and everyone at home, about some of the events you got going on? So the Tequila Fest is a big deal because I feel like, well, I feel like many people haven't seen Rick Ross in Fresno, although he's probably come a couple times, but it's a big deal, man. And I'm going to be out there, uh, the, of course, our radio station, but there's also going to be food trucks. So you'll have a chance to vibe out get drunk and also enjoy some good ass entertainment it's so. at Chansey Park no yep Chansey Park that's gonna be uh, by the way tickets are still available but we're also doing a uh, VIP party and this is a pre-show for anyone who wants to turn up it's the CK and Carmen pre-show party Ooh. so you get Ooh. to kick it with us we have a dope view like it's a it's exclusive because you have exclusive entertainment you'll have a DJ there playing music you'll have the tequila of course uh, but you get to kick it with us and that's another part I love about that because like when we do things like this we're able to like kick it with our mm -hmm. listeners people that win we used to do party buses all the time where we would take literally a bunch of our winners in fresno and would take them to like the bay to la it's just cool that bad. shit yeah, yeah yeah so we we're doing that now <laughs> with the tequila fest uh it's a way of doing a little more intimate moment but you're also pre-turning up and then the event happens so the tequila fest is really like a big deal right now may 20th that's going to be happening at your chancy park and again if you want to get tickets you still can but for the pre-show party it is limited obviously because it's not a big big space yeah. but yeah we're turning up i understand that being in the industry like you had to change your name right Yes. So yes. how did that go and what was, how's that? So when I first started radio, I, I didn't, I was an intern, right? So I didn't know that um, these people didn't have their real names out there. So I was an intern and they were like, okay, so we, we seem to have you now on the radio a lot, but we have to make sure we give you a name. So what do we, what do you want to go off for? I was like, well, my name is Nancy, right? My real name. Because I feel like a lot of people that, that know that now, they're like, what? You don't look like a Nancy, right? And I feel like you're a liar now. I know. And that's how I felt. Like I was <laughs> lying to everybody. But this is, I loved it the best of both worlds because I knew that people that didn't know me, they'd be like, hey, Carmen. And the people that did, Nancy, I was like, oh, so if someone's calling me Nancy, they must know me, right? We introduced you as Carmen today. So it's like. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, see, that comes natural because now you won't call me Nancy because it feels weird to you, right? So <laughs> here's the thing. When uh, I was an intern, they're like, every every interns have names so they'll be like oh we had an intern cookie because she one day she was eating a big ass cookie they named her that right so with me they couldn't figure it out they're like what should we call you and you know what we're gonna have you on the radio a lot more so we should give you like a, a real name and also one that's gonna resonate with a lot of latinas because in the in fresno obviously it's very latino driven and they wanted that they're like how can we do it because nancy just doesn't do it i was like two fucking mexican ass parents named me that of course they fucking <laughs> has to be like it has to be mexican enough but they're like, no, let's get something else. So they gave me a list, and it was like, it was like Maria, Maria. yeah, <laughs> um, Damn, so Rose, Reina, <laughs> and I was like, literally, these are all my tias. Pick whatever you want. And they were like, uh, okay, Carmen is sexy, and you know what? We're gonna go with Carmen. You, like, it just goes with you. And then like back, like looking back, I'm like, damn, my boss was totally hit on me because he's like, yeah, it kind of goes with you. It's sexy. I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, he was like really, really like the homie. Um, but they ended up naming that, naming me that. And they're like, oh, so we have intern Carmen, intern Carmen. So when I got hired, they were like, all right, so this is a time where you could change your name. Do you want to stay with Carmen or do you want to go with Nancy? And I was like, you know what? I feel weird saying Nancy now. So let's just say with Carmen because it was like a whole year and a half. I actually, by the way, broke a record. I'd been, I'd been the longest intern there because I cheated. I used to say like I was still in school. 
but I had already quit. And they were still taking me in, <laughs> thinking that it was an internship, but it really wasn't. Uh, but anyway, I did it so much because I loved it. You got to do what you got to do, yeah. It paid yeah. off, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. You Don't do that. Don't do that, kids. But when I when I ended up getting hired, they were like, so what do you want to do? And then I stayed with Carmen. And then fast forward to like, man, I really wish I would have just said fucking my real name. You know, it just feels better. Like all these artists that come in and they sign my shit and they, they I have so much audio and they're all saying Carmen. Nah. So at some point I thought about putting my middle name as Carmen like because I don't have a, a middle name mm. I thought about giving myself that middle name like legally so that I can connect to all this stuff I have you know like my the celebrities I have signed my stuff um, just like interviews I have where I'm like I can feel more connected to that name um, so yeah I ended up staying with Carmen because of that and then now when I eventually I dropped a YouTube and it was like I didn't even think it was gonna be a big deal but like the news picked it up uh, the Fresno Bee did a whole article on um, my name changed like oh radio DJ changed her name because her boss were racist <laughs> and I was like no wait that's not why but you know that's the other thing like you, they'll flip stuff and that's what entertainment does and that's what news does but um, no I, I definitely specified like no it's nothing like that he's a very great person I always wish him well but um, I knew what he was trying to do yeah so I ended up switching my name so again now I embrace it I love it and I really do have a theater named Carmen so yeah, kind of fits it with the family. <laughs> it worked. And the next one on the, I know we mentioned the taco truck throwdown. What are the top three taco places to get in Fresno? You think? Oh, first off, I love El Premio Mayor. Oh my gosh, so oh, that good. That was a good one. Yeah. That good yeah, one. that's a really good one. Uh, taco Pinto is another one, really, really good. You guys, are you guys I've familiar with that? that? I've never had. Oh, Pinto's just really, really good. I think it's either uh, Taqueria or Pinto's Tacos, one of those. But that one's really, really good. Where's that one at? Uh, Shay, I knew them from the taco truck, but I actually haven't gone to their their actual place. But the reason why I know those those taco joints is because they actually were winners in the previous taco yeah. truck throwdowns. Um, and then a third one, my mom's house. <laughs> no, oh, dude, legit. Let me that's tell you. Fair. Fun fact: my dad and my mom, when they moved to Fresno, they opened a singer. I mean, they opened a restaurant called People and Papas. It was actually not far from here. Um, they opened a restaurant and uh, it was really good. It was going so good. But again, back then there was a lot of messy stuff happening and a lot of uh, we felt like a lot of restaurants were trying to knock it down because it was a lot of different, you know, a lot of hatering happening. But it's OK. Understandable. You live and you learn. But where we were at, it wasn't really a good location. And they there was a lot of rivalry with uh, Mexican, ha you know, uh, Mexican restaurants because they were trying to succeed. Right. So they didn't want another Mexican joy, and we just felt that. And then we kept getting robbed. Um, yeah. One time, it was New Year's Eve, we were hosting something there, and like everyone in the parking lot, their cars were shot up. <clears throat> and damn, that sounds bad, but you know what? It really was during those times. And then um, and my dad was like, you know what? We can't keep getting robbed, so we just shut it down. So they shut it down, but my mom and my dad are both great cooks. They actually even sold food after that, because. And my dad did radio and the restaurant too. So people like were familiar with the restaurant because of him, uh, but they're actually really great cooks. So anytime I eat any sort of tacos, I compare them to that. Yeah. The other place I really like, and this is the most recent one, is Biggie's Burrito. And Biggie's Burrito is actually a recent one I just started going to. Um, and it's new, it's on Belmont. So people are intimidated by the location. And I say don't. Because the thing, 
<laughs> Belmont's a little. It is intimidating because you little. hear all these stories, right? Yeah. But there's like they're trying to make it a better place, a safer place, yeah. a safer environment. And to be honest with you, yes, it can sound intimidating if you're from here because you're like, oh, that's a bad street. But me being there multiple times, I've never felt anything crazy, mm. to be honest. And so, again, maybe it comes from the fact that I've been in Fresno for so long, you know, but I definitely like their food. I had their, um, their queso birria. Mm. Oh, that's what I want right now. They're so good. I'm so, so hungry. We We're talking about this yeah. food. I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love. I I can I consider myself a taco connoisseur for sure. Okay. And the last question, because we're all we're, you talking about that makes us hungry. We got to go get to dinner. <laughs> yeah, uh, last question is uh, obviously you interviewed a lot of you interviewed a lot of celebrities, big people on radio. Um, who's your top three celebrities you met that was like lived up to your expectation? It was just really good people. Christina Milian was one. I'll Ooh. never forget. She was just sweetheart. Like actually, she's probably sweeter in person than what she what you see because mm -hmm. she wasn't really showcased as a personality it was more like this sexy figure but she's so sweet so unique she speaks spanish uh she's latina she's afro latina mm -hmm. so like super cute genuinely a good person i felt i i'm a type of person that feeds off the energy of people like i could find i could feel when you don't like me i can feel when you do soldier boy fucking hated him when i first met him right really yeah when i when we when we interviewed him i was like oh this first. dude he did it first. He was one of the first I hated. <laughs> no, listen, but li fast forward. So I interviewed him when he was at the peak of his career starting off, right? He was so, his head was so far up his ass that he didn't give a fuck about any radio personality. It was just like, had his shades on, big ass shirt. Remember and these I was days. just like, all right, anything else? What else? Like, didn't care to be there. I'm like, dude, we're helping you promote your fucking music. Fast forward to during the pandemic, I interviewed him via um, virtual. Zoom? Yeah, Zoom, mm -hmm. Zoom. And um, different person, completely different person. I was like, bro, I, I like you. <laughs> like, I fucking hated you. He's making gaming stations now. He's a new man, right? A businessman. He does. He says and does some dumb shit, but at the end of the day, a very smart man. Also, Sometimes he'll be like, I did it first. I'm like, no, you didn't. And there's a picture. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, he, did, he was he in this did. picture the he whole fucking time. He was the very time. first person to actually receive a cell phone. Like, Soldier Boy was the first person. And, and here's the thing that people didn't know. Even he was like, how the fuck do you know that? Because did I did my research, but he was a straight A student before he did music. St straight A student. Um, obviously, everyone around him was like, "This dude is fucking smart," uh. and probably I'm assuming his parents probably wanted him to stay in school, but he chose this different lifestyle and worked it worked out. out for him. But probably because he's a, pr a pretty smart person. Yeah. But when I asked him, I was like, "Were you really a straight A student?" He's like, "Yeah, I actually was." Like he. he he was good with education and soaking in information, mm -hmm. but he used that to the best of his ability while doing something he loved, right? He loves entertaining. That's why when you see him going off the walls and like being an asshole and like saying dumb shit, I'm like, th there's there's a reason for it. He's probably gonna either drop some music, some merch, or he's got us talking about yeah, him again. He's trying to get eyeballs on him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So him, cool. him, I actually like I wasn't him. expecting him, honestly. I, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, because yeah. I'm telling you, he was an asshole at first. But shit changes, people grow. <laughs> so, yeah, them two. And then I, I would say Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick. But then also Kendrick, I had him very early on. But I know people now that know him personally. And he seems to be the same person. Mm -hmm. Stay true to himself. And I think that's why you don't see him in the spotlight all the time. Because I think he wants to stay grounded. Probably remember, uh, always remember where he comes from. And I think that's why you don't see him until he wants you to be see him. Mm -hmm. Same with J. Cole, right? 
I guess another one I wish I could actually yeah, meet. Yeah, they, they kind of disappear until I got a project coming up, and then you kind of see them. In but the that I think that now. they do that for their sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to. I think they they do that because they want to make sure they remember where they come from, and they don't get caught up in the what you hear, these stories of like being in Hollywood and mind-fucking yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think I like it. They're grounded, yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. You guys have anything else? Any other? Awesome. Did we well, miss Carmen? anything? Not the main question? Bro, the main question? Are all aces question? Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Bro, what is wrong? <laughs> what is Who are <laughs> you? The episode, bro. I'm the intern, nervous, man. you should be just the lead, dude. I, at this point, huh? Take it over. Okay, go ahead. God, I'm, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. You get through. Oh, my God. Look at him. I can watch him ask it. What is the question? Go ahead. Ah, future self. Okay. So <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see if he remembers that. All right. God so damn it! There's so much, the so much pressure. Know the <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. I know it's a question. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So if there was uh, advice that yourself now would tell yourself before you got to this point, what I butchered the fuck out of it. But that's mainly the yeah, question. That's the gist of it. Though. Yeah, that's the gist of it. So, so what, say that again. So like where you're at right now, if you could give your, if you could go back like I don't know before you were at where you're at right now, like before you know all the hard work, everything, all your success, what would be some advice that you would give yourself back then from everything that you know now? I'm officially the lead now, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he's graduated today. Um, I would probably tell myself not to be so hard on myself. I know that sounds cliche. But like genuinely to believe myself, like I would tell, like actually even now I fake it till you make it for real, for real. You know how people say that fake it till you make it? 100%. Yeah. Um, at first I used to be like, who the fuck? That means you got to be a fake person. Right. But no, when you really like deep, deeply look at that, faking it, meaning I didn't believe in myself before I got tossed to go, you're live tomorrow. Right. And I was like, oh shit, I am. So it's like, if they believe I'm good. Even though deep inside I didn't believe I was good, I was like, damn, for real? When my boss, who's been, who had been successful for all those years prior to me, told me, tomorrow you're going live on the radio, I knew in that moment, I was like, damn, if he believes in me, I gotta pretend at least that I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I literally would fake it every day. I would shaking to turn on the machine at the time. It was, it's a board. But I was like, oh, the machine's gotta go on. Like this, I gotta be live. I would shake every time, right? And then over time, I like literally faked myself into thinking I knew what I was doing. And every time I'd be like, whew, I didn't fucking kick us off air. <laughs> or whew, I didn't cuss because I so have a really I bad potty mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't cuss today. You like, say all that shit here now, see? Fuck yeah, fuck you and fuck him too. <laughs> there it is. No, Let but, it out. but yeah, so, so really when that term like fake it till you make it, it really truly, in my in my opinion, it means even when you don't believe in yourself, take that risk. Because at the end of the day, it can either lead you to a different direction to where you say, hey, that just didn't work out for me. Or it can actually be like, damn. So people who were, that didn't see what I had, the potential I had, I really did have it, you know? But at least you faked it all the way to know whether or not it was going to work for you. Yeah. yeah. So I would say definitely fake it till you make it in a good way. Fake it till someone else believes you. If they believe in you and this is the potential of something that you want to do, continue to do it yeah that's some good advice too i feel like because everybody views that as cliche it gets so overlooked but that's it so does important but when you break it down like that right mm-hmm. when you realize like oh they're not saying be a fake person they're saying someone else is believing in you so i know you're scared but if you just pretend whatever the fuck they see that you're doing good if you just pretend like you know what the fuck you're doing and what they think you're doing 
it may lead you to something well. Because look at me. I, I'm honestly, when they told me the next day, you're going to be on air by yourself. I was like, by myself? They're like, yeah. I mean, you know how to run the board. Yes, but like by myself? Well, what else is there to do? Like, you know how to touch the button to turn it on. You know how to do the board. I'm like, yeah, but can somebody like overlook me? And literally they stood outside of the the door just to, just because of me because I didn't believe in to myself make better, to yeah. make me feel better I was like just in case can we have somebody in case I fuck it up in case I curse like the button like what do I press and yeah they because they believed in me and I will forever be grateful for this man because he believed in me I was able to fake it till I made it yeah damn yeah that's my story guys I did curse a lot though <laughs> And they I knew. did curse a lot. Though. I still, I still do, but Drop yeah. Those ears. That's the beauty of radio. You could dump it, so they can't hear it. <laughs> That's funny advice, and I think everyone at home, if you, if you never need some advice, you need to pick me up. Just anything in general, in life in general, right? You can rewind that last couple of clips, the last five minutes, and I think it can really apply. Either you're trying to get into radio, trying to get into school, trying to get in just any business world at all, right? Um, I think it can really help you out a lot. And I know that we can't say it enough, but we really appreciate you, Carmen, coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. Um, I had know. so much fun, for real. With the intern, too. Like, this was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. We know you're super busy. You got all the events going on, so we appreciate it. And yeah, we, we appreciate you guys home as well. Uh, every single episode, always showing so much love, so much support. And, um, yeah, anything else? Until the next time, baby. Until the next time, peace. Peace.